Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Eckert from the Relaxation Lounge, and I love coming on here and sharing different techniques and tips to help you reduce the stress in your life, because living in stress is just not good. And today I have an amazing guest, Jenny Lytle. And what she does is she helps stressed out women and caregivers prioritize their own needs to find peace and take control of their lives. She's a hospice RN turned stress relief and self-care coach as a result of seeing so many women putting themselves last on the list and paying the price for it. So welcome, Jenny. Oh, thank you so much, Denise. So yes, you must have seen a lot of stressed out nurses, doctors, healthcare workers working in that industry. So how did you make that switch to doing what you used to do and helping people reduce their stress? Well, I, you know, I've always known that I wanted to help people in some capacity. And I, um, I've been a nurse for 28 years and 16 of that has been in hospice and end of life care. So yes, definitely, you know, seeing, you know, nurses, aides, um, you know, healthcare workers of, of all types, um, really struggle to take care of themselves because they're so busy taking care of other people. And, but in the, in the home setting too, you know, where a lot of my hospice patients were, you know, I saw a lot of family caregivers as well, who just, you know, really had a hard time fitting themselves um, on the, on the to-do list, you know, when it came to, and taking care of their needs and, and, and even, you know, parents and teachers and, you know, so many of us have people to take care of. And, you know, there are certain times, you know, if you have, you know, an infant, then of course that, you know, that baby's needs are going to have to come above your own um, for a certain period of time. And the same with, you know, if you're, if you're caring for someone, you know, maybe it's, it's something that is kind of a 24 seven job, you know, but figuring out ways to, um, to meet your own needs is so incredibly important. And that's something that I saw, you know, I saw in other people, it took a little longer for me to realize that for myself. <laughs> and, and that's why I kind of became really, um, really passionate about that. And then, um, and then I had some other, you know, kind of circumstances that happened in my personal life that that made that even more clear for me. Yeah. Now, have you ever experienced burnout yourself? Yes. Um I didn't I didn't really recognize it at the time. I, you know, I had I I loved my job. You know, I loved being a hospice nurse. I I found a lot of fulfillment in that. You know, I really loved being able to interact with patients and families and kind of a one-on-one uh, situation and being able to, you know, give them that support and education and encouragement. I loved that. But um, I also realized that I was kind of filling a void in myself by doing that because I, you know, at the time, well, I guess still, but so we have, um, I'm married and we have six kids all together. And so 
you know, when you're, when you're raising kids, especially when they're little, you know, they're not, they're not thanking you for everything that you do. You know, they're, they're just, you know, they just want their needs met too. And so, um, you know, I was, I was young. I didn't really know, you know, what I was doing with the parenting thing. Cause do any of us when we, you know, start out. And so it was just, it was, it was hard work and it was kind of thankless work. And I, you know, I'm so grateful for my family and, you know, don't, don't get me wrong, but it was very easy to, to go to work and get a lot of thank yous, a lot of praise, a lot of affirmation. And, um, and I felt like, you know, when it came to being a hospice nurse and being an advocate for my patients, um, I could do that really well. You know, the parenting thing, I was like, oh, I was, I was trying and, and, um, you know, but I, I just always wondered if I was doing a good enough job, but when it came to my hospice career, I was doing really well. And so, but what happened is that I kind of put that first and it was unintentional. You know, I, I, I love my family. It was not my intention to put them last on the list, but it kind of worked out that way because I felt like I had all of this time. Um, you know, I, when I was working with my patients and families, you know, somebody that's dying, there's not, there's not a lot of time. And so it's easy to think, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to take care of this because they've just got a little bit of time. And when I started in hospice, my kids were um, in daycare and preschool. And when I left my full-time job, they were a junior and senior in high school. And I realized that, you know, all that time that I felt like I had really had passed very quickly. Yeah, it was just, um, I really, I really hit a place where I was just, I was miserable with my job. I was stressed out. I felt like I wasn't, um, like I wasn't making the difference that I had been. Um, my, you know, I had a lot of guilt over the way that I'd handled things at home and, you know, realized that my kids were growing up and I, things weren't like I wanted them to be. And, um, yeah, I, when I finally left, I felt like this huge sense of freedom. I was like, ah, oh, now I'm going to really get out there and live my life. And it was great for about a month. And then I realized that I had no idea who I was. And um, I really went through a, a dark period. And um, and so I had to kind of figure out, you know, what do I want from the rest of my life? Who am I? And um, then that kind of led me to now where I love helping um you know, women and caregivers um, are primarily who I work with. And I just love helping them figure that out. Maybe do it a little more quickly than I did. <laughs> now, what are the steps of figuring it out when you are, you know, working in stress or you've got a lot of stress in your life or you're you're just basically putting yourself out there too thinly? Mm -hmm. I think, you know, the the first thing is just pausing long enough to just consider what am I really feeling? You know, we do so many things on autopilot that, um, you know, just, just stopping and really kind of taking stock of, you know, what is it, what is it that I'm doing with my life? Is it what I, what I want to be doing? Because, you know, we can start out with a career, um, that, that is very fulfilling or seems like it's going to be very fulfilling. 
Um, sometimes it's, you know, expectations that others have put on us, you know, well, everybody in my family does this. And so it was just, you know, I just knew that that's what I was going to do. But there comes a time in our lives when we need to really stop and evaluate, you know, okay, maybe this is the path that I've taken, but is it the path that I still want to be on? And, you know, and maybe yes, wonderful. And maybe not, but, but, you know, just, just taking the time to pause and, and think about, you know, where is my life going? Is it going in the direction that I, that I want it to go? And so I work with clients kind of, um, I developed a process that, that combines the, like the nursing process and just, you know, my coaching training to establish, you know, where are you now? And then where do you want to go? And how are you going to get there? Um, you know, it's a, and that sounds very simplistic. And of course, it's a little more uh, complex than that. But, you know, but at the same time, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be something that's, you know, hugely uncomfortable um, or a really long drawn out process. You know, it's just being very intentional about that. Yeah, because that's right. I mean, once you really take a step back and you figure out if that is what you want to do and if this is where you want to go, it gives you that enthusiasm mm-hmm. that is, you know, trudging along, trudging along. And then you start having that resentment and you get that frustration and all the other different emotions that come with, oh, I don't really want to be doing this, but I have to sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yes. now what, what self-care tips and techniques can you offer our listeners today? Sure. So, you know, I'm so passionate about about self-care and about stress relief. And I love talking about it because I need the reminders too. You know, I mean, life gets busy and it's like you can know all of the right things to do, but that doesn't mean that you actually put them into practice. And so the the first thing that I really encourage everyone to do is forget about what, you know, what should be relaxing for you because like me, I love a good massage. Um, my mom, on the other hand, she was somebody, she did not want somebody touching her, you know, that wouldn't have been relaxing for her. Um, you know, I like to have quiet time in nature, you know, time to just be by myself where other people, you know, are more energized when they're, you know, around a, a crowd of their, you know, closest friends. And so it's just getting, getting clear again on what is it that you want? What do you need? What, um, what really kind of fills you up? You know, there's a lot of things that, um, self-care is kind of, you know, this big buzzword Mm -hmm. and a lot of people think, oh, well, you know, I don't have time or money for, you know, beach vacations and, and spa days. And, um, you know, it's so much more than that. So much less than that. You know, it doesn't have to be anything that takes all day. It doesn't have to cost you a bunch of money. You know, it's those little simple things like making sure you're getting enough rest, um, you know, learning to say no. <laughs> and I know for some of us, you know, that is really a challenge. And that's, you know, that's something that that can be learned, you know, just figuring out ways to um, ways to fit these little pockets of um, self-care into day-to-day life, you know, even if you don't have a lot of extra time, even if you don't have a lot of extra money or energy, you know, you, you can do little things that can make a huge impact. 
you know, looking at your life from a very holistic standpoint too, you know, not just thinking of, it's not just about your, your physical body, but, you know, thinking about your, um, your stress levels and how are you spiritually and, you know, how are things for you relationally and financially. And so really digging into each of those areas and then coming up with a plan that you can, um, implement when you are feeling stressed out and you don't have, you know, the time or the energy or just like the the bandwidth to come up with, you know, what's going to make me feel better. And that's, you know, I, I created a guide for that reason, because people get, um, you know, in the heat of the moment, you, you're not thinking really clearly. And if you've only got five minutes and you're, you know, at your wits end, then you're not going to come up with something that really is going to be beneficial for you. But if you do some of that work ahead of time and you know, okay, hey, here's kind of my little playbook, you know, I've got, you know, I'm, I'm feeling overwhelmed, but I know that, you know, these four things are things that really um, make me feel better. And so I'm going to, you know, I'm going to pick one of these and do it right now. And can you give us some examples of the things that you can do to lower your stress right now? Sure. Um, so one is just pausing and taking a deep breath that it sounds so simplistic, but when we do that, you know, when we just, we pause, especially, you know, if we, if we close our eyes, if we're in a safe place where we can do that, um, and if we're not driving, <laughs> um, but even if you're not closing your eyes, you know, just slowing your breathing down, just taking a nice, slow, deep breath in through your nose and blow it out. And there's kind of an extra stress relief. If you like make it a really audible, um, exhale. Um, and I won't do it really loud because, you know, we're recording and <laughs> I don't want to hurt anybody's ears, but you know, just, if you just kind of just really like kind of grunt that, you know, push that air out, um, it, it helps to relieve stress even a little bit more with that. But when you do that, it just, it slows your body down. It slows your heart rate down a bit. Um, and it just helps you to be able to think more clearly. And so, you know, taking taking a minute to um, to take a few deep breaths is something that can be such a big help. Again, so simple. You can do it anywhere. You know, if it's if it's something where you're at work and you know that, um, you know, you're getting ready to head into a meeting with somebody that maybe just kind of rubs you the wrong way, you know, getting into a better frame of mind is a good thing. And you can do that in the bathroom before you, before you get together. And speaking of that, let me just share a, a quick technique with you, if if uh, you don't mind. I am a uh, heart math certified practitioner as well, and so that kind of takes um, it takes the deep breath, like almost like a bit of meditation, and pulls it together in this really quick, simple, effective technique. And so. With it, you are you're kind of doing the same thing. And I usually put my hand here because what you're going to do is when you take a breath in, you're going to just kind of feel yourself breathing into that space around your heart. You just, you know, kind of slowly, you just feel that air and imagine that going in there around your heart. And then while you're doing that, um, you're just going to, you know, breathe a little slower and a little more deeply than normal. And then you're just going to think of a time when you have, um, when you've experienced like love or appreciation for a person or a situation. And you're not just thinking about that time, but you're actually feeling that feeling again. So you're feeling that love or gratitude 
um, just a regenerative feeling as you slowly breathe in and out. And that's something that you can do that is as, I mean, you can do it for 30 seconds. You can do it, you know, ultimately, you know, if you do it for, you know, three, four minutes, then wonderful. Um, but doing that helps to get your, um, get your heart rate, your heart rhythm into better coherence, helps to decrease your stress levels and actually even has an impact on the people around you. Um, so if you know that, you know, you're going to be dealing with somebody that's rather high strung, <laughs> you know, you doing, you doing that and you being in a calmer, more coherent state helps them to kind of bring it down a notch too. So it's something that I've worked with clients who are therapists, you know, they have some clients that are challenging, of course. <laughs> and, you know, so they're able to do that. And it's, I mean, you don't have to close your eyes. You don't have to do that. So even if you know, um, you know, or if you're talking to, you know, a child or a spouse and you know that things are getting, you know, kind of escalating a bit, you can do that without even, you know, without anybody even knowing that, you know, that's just a very, yeah, a very simple yet science-backed and effective technique to, um, you know, to reduce stress levels. Again, can be done anywhere, doesn't cost you anything, doesn't take a whole lot of um, time or effort. So that um, going for walks in nature, um, you know, or even just sitting in nature, if, you know, if walking's not your thing, or if you just have a moment, you know, stepping outside, even though it's cold right now, um, and just getting a little bit of fresh air and just, you know, just being out there and really trying to um, focus on what's around you, being a little more mindful, a little more present, because so many times we are doing 12 things at once, um, and that's on a slow day. <laughs> You know, I'm the same way. I'm somebody who I'm frequently, um, I'm frequently doing a lot, even though I know that multitasking is, is a myth, do better when we focus on one thing, but you know, life gets busy and it seems like it all piles up, but, but just taking those, those little bits of time even to, um, to really focus on what's around us and what's going on in the present moment, definitely prioritizing rest, you know, especially as we go into cold and flu season and, you know, the holidays or, you know, any kind of real season change or big life change, you know, that is so important. It's great for our, our overall mental well-being and um, it's very helpful for our immune systems too. Now, how do you suggest people fit in the self-care during the day? Again, I think by, by being, by realizing that it doesn't have to be um, an all or nothing thing for, you know, somebody that's maybe just getting started. Um, I set reminders on my phone, especially if I'm, you know, if I'm really at work on at something that is, um, that I'm enjoying or whatever, you know, then I can sit too long and I realize that my shoulders are all scrunched up and, you know, I haven't moved enough. And so setting reminders to, um, you know, to get up and just, you know, walk around, move a little bit, stretch, get something to drink. You know, those things are, are really important and they don't take a lot of time, but they're things that can have a big impact on how you're feeling, you know, and, and just kind of, you know, spending a little bit of time. If you're a journaler, if you're not a journaler, I encourage you to, you know, try it just a, just a little bit, just to kind of, you know, get some of that out of your head. But if you, um, you know, kind of journal about the things that 
that you enjoy doing or that um, that bring you joy, you know, and, and try to schedule those kind of appointments with yourself. Like for me, I love I love coffee shops. I like coffee shops and bookstores and and things like that and you know just the the whole feel of them. And so I like getting together with friends at um at a coffee shop or going for a walk and trying to combine some of the things that that I know make me feel good. Kind of not multitasking, but but in a way, you know, being able to kind of stack those things. So if I know that, you know, hanging out with my friends makes me feel good and, um, you know, going for a walk makes me feel good, then, you know, maybe doing those things together and being able to, um, you know, kind of stack that and get double the benefit from it. Wonderful. So we're going to start wrapping this up. So what is one takeaway you'd like the listeners to walk away with today? Um, great question. I think, you know, the, the most important thing, especially for somebody who really is just kind of struggling to, to figure out, you know, Hey, I don't know. Yeah. I think this is important, but I just, I, I can't do it right now is, is that is breathing. Just stop, take a breath and ask yourself, you know, what do I need right now? And then pause long enough to actually answer yourself you know, maybe it's, maybe it's, Hey, I just need to go like get a drink of water or I need to get up and move for a minute. I need to step away from my desk. Um, you know, I need to find someone who's able to, you know, watch my, my son or my dad or my, you know, my dog, whatever, so that I can get away for an hour or two, you know, but just, um, just pausing long enough to check in with ourselves instead of that going through the motions, going to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing on autopilot, because that's how we get so worn down. Absolutely. So I'm going to be putting the link here for your guidebook. And so anywhere you're listening or watching this video so that you can go grab it. And I will be adding all Jenny's contact information. So if you have any questions, please reach out to Jenny. You know, I mean, living in stress is just not good. And as Jenny has just pointed out, it's very easy to go from stressed to relaxed, you know, just mm-hmm. a few minutes. It doesn't need to cost anything and it doesn't take a lot of time. Absolutely. Yes. Thank you so much, Denise. I appreciate that. Definitely. Like she said, you know, just go and grab my um, my guidebook. It's it's free. Um, if you work through it all at once, it's going to take you about half an hour and or you can work through it in littler bits if that's what you need to do. But and it's just at JennyLittle.com slash guide. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Jenny. It was wonderful. Oh, thanks, Denise. I appreciate it. Well, thank you for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.